Ladies and gentlemen, kings and queens, welcome back to another episode of The Dashboard. And today, my guest is somebody that I've known for quite a while on this journey because he's been around since the very, very first videos. I mean, the Let's Play videos where I had no idea what I was doing. I had a, a good friend of mine that was kind of helping me get some content out and I was having issues keeping up with trying to come up with something creative every week. And this guy right here just, just kept pushing me and he is still pushing me to this day and he's actually doing his own content as well so we go back and forth with a lot of creative ideas and we talk a lot on a uh, weekly basis here so without further ado the mr jariah nine the sanin of the toads himself is here with us today <laughs> so how are you doing today jariah good man good how about yourself Excellent, my man. Excellent. So you, how do you consider your content? Because I have you as a, like a let's play slash gameplay kind of vibe. Like that's your main jush. Yeah, I haven't, I, I would say I haven't exactly found like a niche. Um, mm. It's it's always kind of been like a variety, variety gaming or variety streaming. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I think that's really great that you do it that way because you, your niche is at least it's gaming. You're not like doing like, okay, I'm going to game and then I'm going to come back out of it. And then I'm going to do like a review on a controller like I'm trying to do because <laughs> I still I don't have an idea what I'm trying to do exactly with it. I'm, I'm kind of niche down a little bit, but I like specifically with your type of content is that um all of it is just you recording your gaming sessions and then you're uploading it and then people get to see that natural just aspect just in your like your gaming zone and um i can appreciate that a lot especially in all of your older videos and um just for everybody that's uh doesn't really uh, know your channel he has right now he's the master of the sus and he's doing a lot of among us gameplay but he's got dead by daylight he's got halo reach and um also he's got some apex legends for all of the high intensity first uh first base person shooter type of uh, fans among out here so i i just really like that all of your videos you always have that little bit that's just like okay this is jariah it's like your little stamp and it's your sound effects and i just dude they're so good they're so good you have such a deep repertoire I, it's awesome it's like I've, I've been around video games since uh and we've we've talked about this before like classic mm. video games like old nes so it's like hearing those little audio cues kind of gives me like goosebumps i know there's a lot of other people out there that have the mm -hmm. same the same the same vibe and that's what makes it so genuine is that you do know those those old classic games. Like I'm watching your video. The next thing you know, I was like, oh, that's Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time right there. Oh, yeah. that's something from all the way back in Mario. Like, oh, that's this. This is that. Like, it's it's just so good, dude. And it's just those little nostalgia triggers. And that's what really draws me to people. And it's like, okay, I have things that are in common with this creator. And they do know some of the things they want. Because that's the bad thing about getting stuck with a certain type of game is that now you have to sit here and just base all of your content around that. That's what your main fan base is. But this allows you to just touch on different uh, subjects and people get to experience all of those things with you. So what you are marketing, quote unquote, with your channel is you. It's your personality. And it's it's wonderful, dude. It's wonderful. So what got you started when it came to making content? Like, when did the, the switch go off? So um, for the longest time, I was, I was purely... Um, like a console video game player. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't have my own computer or anything like that. Um, and then I, I just remember one time going to uh, one of my uh, good friends 
house that lives like in the same town as me, but mm-hmm. he, he had a like a high end gaming computer. So I was just like, you know, checking it out. Like anytime we were hanging out, I'd be checking out, see what games he plays. And I kind of was like, oh man, I want to, I want to be in on that too. Right. Cause it's just like, there's a, there's a pretty big, like, uh, I mean, a lot nowadays you can find a lot of the games pretty much on everything, like on every platform, crossplay or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you still find some of those games that have like, super high graphics and stuff like that that you can find on the computer mm-hmm. but then like um you know i started getting into watching youtube and uh slowly after youtube twitch streaming because i i was completely oblivious to the uh the streaming uh platform right and i was like oh it's really cool because it's like you're you're sharing that experience in the moment and you got a lot of people that you know, they're into streaming for like a job, which is mm-hmm. completely cool. I respect it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have some people that it's like a, a way to communicate with people. Mm-hmm. You, you, like, you see a lot of people use it for um, like, what is it? The let's chatting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or a, what is it? ASMR, stuff like that. It's really, really interesting stuff. There's a lot of ways you can use it. Right. And, uh, for a while, I, I actually started, I was uh, Twitch, I was Twitch streaming. Um, but as I got more involved with uh, work, and taking care of my family i got um i'm married and have three kids Mm -hmm. so it's like it's hard to balance streaming and work and all that stuff so in my spare time when i was able to game it just kind of became a little easier to capture that and then edit it and then kind of give it give it to the people Mm -hmm. whenever i could do it so it just kind of became a lot easier to do that and i've slowly moved from twitch streaming to youtube but i'm hoping eventually when i get uh, when the kids get a little bit older and stuff like that, I can move and then uh, basically do both, do streaming and YouTube. Now, I'm so glad that you brought that up. Like, absolutely. That's great that you have three kids and that you are working that full-time job because you're you're proving that stigma that, hey, you don't have to have all the time set aside in the world to just pump out maybe one video a week or even a video every uh, couple weeks. And um, it's people that do do it for a, a living and a job, they didn't just, you know, right out the gate to start that way. They, of course, have to start the way we are and we have to do it a little bit at a time. I It took a while before I even was comfortable dropping down the part time. And honestly, if I um, if my fiance wasn't uh, granted a new job the way she was this year, I probably still would be full time right now. But um, it's just it's so difficult to find that time management, especially especially when you have things that are just so present in front of you you know that you have to pay the bills you know you got to get the kids mouths fed you know you have to get all these different things done um and with the streaming or with uh youtube that's the beauty of it is that once you upload it it's there it's there forever (laughs) like you don't have to worry about people going back and um uh not really understanding the concept of what you have going on because the video is pretty much it's a story from the beginning to the end from when you press play to when it ends uh with streams those are kind of it takes a while to kind of get into whatever was going on that time Um, there's always the backlogs of streams but people don't really go through twitch and say hey i want to look through this guy's old streams and see what all he's doing i'm going to watch the entire two-hour session nah that doesn't happen they'll see the clips but you get to leave that essence of you in each video and people do get to see you evolve and see you grow as a creator so that's just the I'm, perfect point oh man, i'm actually a huge fan i'm a huge fan of the fact that twitch has clips i know a lot mm-hmm. of people don't don't use them um most people i think would use them probably so they can re like upload them to youtube or another platform later mm-hmm. um, but a lot of people don't really use clips but i'm a huge fan of like clips i lo- like if i if i can't make it to a stream mm-hmm. um 
I'll, a lot of times if I have the extra time or if, like I'm in between doing something, I, I can go back to their channel and go through their clips and rewatch a lot of that stuff. But I know with like Twitch, it's more like, it's more like improv. Right. It's like it's in the moment. Whereas with YouTube, it's like you, you can have a plan with it really. Mm -hmm. Well, not necessarily that you can't do that on Twitch, but there's a lot more planning involved with YouTube. Right. And you can do it as, as you have time. So it's a little easier to, for me anyways, that I was able to do it that way. Right. So moving on from that point, where, uh, where do you think that you want to go with it? So now that you've, you've gotten some form of a uh, time schedule down and you're balancing it out a little bit with your life and as things like you were saying, as the kids get older, do you think that you're going to maybe try to make it a full time thing and maybe start monetizing or. So my mind, my mindset with it right now um, is it's I'm not really trying to make money off of it mm -hmm. right now, but I would definitely like to in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's like right now, it's just me playing games like I, you know, even if, even if I wasn't doing YouTube, it's like, I'm, I'm a gamer at, you know, in my core, mm -hmm. I'm going to play games. It's like, it's just sharing it. It's just sharing that experience with other people. Um, but eventually down the road when I definitely have more time, and can mm -hmm. be way more involved with it because it'd be a lot easier to step into the monetization part of it. Mm -hmm. um, it'll, it'll come to that then. But right now, it's just it's just sharing it with people, making people laugh and smile and having fun. Absolutely, man. And that's what I end up telling a lot of people, too, is that um, if you don't do it because you enjoy it first, then why are you doing it? You know, uh, there's a lot of people that say, oh, you get kind of stuck into the algorithm and then you kind of have to keep following the trends and keep making the videos that you think are going to do well. But. I mean, there absolutely is a, a point. You have control over it. You know, you can do whatever you want to do. And people really underestimate just how well that sense of, of building a community and building relations online. It's just like whenever you play with your uh, boys on Xbox Live or on Steam or on Nintendo Switch or even back in the couch co-op days when you had people come over and you guys were all playing like Halo or something like split screen. It's just and it's sharing that moment with people is such a timeless thing and it's always usually a good memory usually unless things get yeah. heated <laughs> the energy it gives off to is, is really nice like um for a while i, I used to actually host like smash bros tournaments like local smash bros mm -hmm. tournaments and you would just have people get together like 20 30 people or whatever and just like in a small room just yeah you know, like eating food and throwing down at smash bros it was a great time like a lot of high energy was amazing you know what, I'm, huh, it's it's so crazy that you say that too, because I actually, I participated in a Smash Bros. Melee tournament way back in a community college. And I remember sitting there and I was like, holy crap, is this actually gonna happen? Is there actually gonna be a tournament right now? And I ran home and I grabbed my controller because I wasn't messing around with anybody else's controllers. I was using my GameCube controller yeah. <laughs> and I brought that thing up there and just being surrounded by a lot of those people that were just shared the similar interests with me. And then we were all gaming and we all understood what was happening on the screen and we were just hype over people's wins and losses and great plays. And I made it all the way up to the final, the final win and I was, dark toon link and the other dude was toon link but with the classic green on and it was like this mm -hmm. epic battle like what you saw on the water simple dude it was awesome it was so awesome <laughs> just sitting there i'm like cheesing so hard right now because that memory is just, it just tickles my heart man that's just ah gaming is and awesome that's, that's like that's like the experience that you like to you know to give people especially like for me with content creating it's like uh -huh. 
you experience that and you want other people to experience it with you. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. It's so great. Now, the other question I had here. <laughs> oh, so going through your YouTube channel, you've been doing this for your first video. It looks like came out a year ago. So what are some trials and tribulations that you've kind of had as you've learned throughout this year? Um, so with, with that, I would have to say, um, I, it, it really, it's come down to learning what I can do on my computer. Uh, mm -hmm. I've had so many run-ins with like, um, different software trying to like, um, surprisingly, I, I would have actually had a lot more apex videos, mm -hmm. uh, but for some reason, and I still to this day cannot figure out what it was. There was some kind of, um, because I, I have a, a uh, my the way I record video games a lot of the time is through my graphics card. So right. I have a I have a macro that allows me to backtrack and record stuff that I um, that I know that I liked or that I want to share rather mm -hmm. than like recording for an hour and maybe getting something that that's worth putting out. But um, it for some reason did not record audio. <laughs> hmm. So it's it really a lot of it's like learning the equipment that I have, um, and I'm still learning. I'm still learning a lot to it. Uh, I've talked to you a lot, a lot about audio, yeah, and it's getting better with it. Um, but it's still a thing that I I have to play around with. Um, another thing I would have to say, uh, it's and it's probably something I shouldn't, I guess, really worry about. But it's it's always in my mind is like how how long, um, like the content I guess should be. Mm -hmm. it's it's like one of those things it's like it's like i shouldn't really worry about it i should just put it out and but it's like at the same time you know when people watch your stuff it's like everyone's gonna have their own level of uh uh retention for right. the content. so it's right. like trying to find a middle ground of not too much but if someone really enjoys it they have more to watch exactly and uh that was uh, another issue that I had too, is I, I didn't know how long to make them. I think I found a decent balance um, just for the content that I'm making because some of my videos are their actual reviews and then I try to squeeze them down as quick as possible. And um, I watch other people who also do tech reviews and they also do gameplay and, and things like that and talking head videos. And I don't, I just don't understand how they compress it down so much and it still comes off so clear and I'm just working and working and working and trying that. Um, a lot of it is just me just cutting out a lot of the crap in between <laughs> and yeah. I just bring it and stitch it together. But um, definitely it, it, it hurts whenever you upload that video you've been working on for like two, three days. You've been fighting with Adobe Premiere for like the last three hours because it won't render this last little part and then you'll see in the analytics, your retention rate is two minutes in 30 seconds <laughs> it's like god dude <laughs> yeah. and you know it's weird like um i've been looking at that a lot lately like the, the mm -hmm. analytics I, I feel like it's a good tool to um have but it's mm -hmm. like something i'm trying not to crutch on because i feel like if i pay too much attention to it it'll skew I'll you get like yeah it'll mm -hmm. it'll get me like ah, like you need to watch out on this or you need to be mm -hmm. doing that and i like, i don't want to get into that that uh that crutch because it's like i, I want to enjoy it i just want to share what I'm experiencing like mm -hmm. so before and then have people experience that. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing though, I would say is um, I've, before uh, college, I was like extremely uh, antisocial. <laughs> I, I, I hear you, brother. I hear people. you. So it's like uh -huh. recording, recording 
um, especially when I know I'm recording, sometimes it can be a little hard, like trying to think of uh, what I'm trying to say or like, mm-hmm. especially if I'm doing like a, uh, if I'm recording over a clip mm-hmm. and I'm adding like a message to it or something like that. Like uh, one of my recent videos, I added like a little like personal message to the beginning. I think I rec- recorded that part uh, like 20 or 30 times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I break it down into pieces that way it made it a little bit easier to yep, record yeah. and put it up but it was just like uh, when I'm playing a game and I'm talking with people it, it comes so natural because I'm not thinking about it so it's a lot easier with that mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. anytime it's like I have to record something and I know I'm recording it it it's still to this day kind of like trips me up even even though like in, uh, in college I took student success and a lot of that was like speech and being able to talk to people mm-hmm. and stuff so that helped that helped a lot yeah before then, I, I would not be doing <laughs> these yeah. videos. Yeah, and that's um that's another thing that people don't really realize is um with your experiences, it's just how many things you can bring back into YouTube from from your life. Because like you said, with college, I also did a speech class, and then I was a uh, English tutor for uh, two years, and I was just talking to new people every single day, and then going through online, I was reviewing things, but um I really enjoyed writing papers. And uh, which is the nerdiest thing I probably have ever said in my entire life. <laughs> I, I really like a good thesis statement and I really like a good power finisher. And um, I kind of started incorporating that into my YouTube videos, because like you said, you'll sit there and you'll try to figure out what you want to say and then you'll trip up and trip up and trip up. And then you start getting frustrated and then you're tired of recording. Then your quality gets weaker and weaker. And um, what I did to come combat that was I started recording recording in front of my fiance and I just kind of had her just sit in the room somewhere. So that way I had some, some sort of heartbeat (laughs) that was nearby. And, um, I had an audience. And then after I learned how to make conversation with the camera, what I started doing is trying to figure out how to process the information better. And I actually heard in another podcast, what I recently, uh, did was put it all in a very cheap or not cheap, but like very, um, just minimal and, uh, just basic PowerPoint. And I put all my points out and I even typed out my opening like I was talking. And um, I basically made a script for it with some key points to go off of. And uh, that's taking little tips from that speech class. And that's what they told us to do there. And that helped me make all of my statements a lot clearer and a lot better. And um, that was actually my last video. You probably noticed the increase in quality there because it was a lot less takes i could promise you that <laughs> right well yeah i like i like that idea because it's like it adds a little bit of organization to it mm-hmm. and i i can i could see that definitely like maximizing like um being able to talk and like cutting down on uh like doing retakes and stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. it's still but i can still understand how it's rough with video games too because with video games you're still at the mercy of the game and whatever's going to happen in the game at least if you're yeah. doing a talking head, you're controlling every aspect. And then it's just with video games, you have to you have to catch all those moments and see what the best things are. And like I said recently with your videos, your your um, comedy cues on what's happening in the game and making sure that you're getting everybody in there and you're getting that. Uh, uh, what was it that you just did? God, I loved it. It was when you're looking at the screens at Among Us and then you put that wow. video, the dude dancing in the screens. <laughs> I did not expect that, dude. And I was like, oh my God, this is so dope. It was awesome, man. It was awesome. It was it was kind of like a... Um, in the, the Among Us videos that I'm working on right now, mm-hmm. um, I actually did like... I managed to get like nine of uh, friends that actually are local, like um, mm-hmm. 
some of them are using their phones to play, which I think mm-hmm. is, is crazy awesome that we live in a an age where you can have people on their phone playing games with people on the computer. On the computer, yeah. It's it's crazy. It's awesome. Um, but we had nine of us and we're like all in a group together and we got on one night and we just it was like six hours worth of Among Us. And I just managed to like keep getting clips and clips. So I'm actually catching up on editing mm-hmm. like the last couple of days. And I still have a lot of videos to go through. But uh one of them there's it's kind of like a a, a, a joke about that. I'm always on the security camera mm. and I'm like, and that's, it's, I'm, I do it as a, as a crewmate. I do it as an imposter. And uh-huh. I, like, I don't want to cut that out with me using that. Cause it's a tool in the game and it, it kind of adds to the experience. But I was like, but I'm gonna, I want to make it funny. Mm-hmm. And I was like, some of these windows aren't being used. <laughs> there I you just, go. And then you I just fill in the empty space. Yeah. Beautiful. It was great. I loved it. Beautiful. Excellent execution. Excellent. And then uh, let's see here. What was my last little question here? So usually what I ask um, whenever we're getting close to the end here is what uh, things that you would tell yourself whenever you go back and you think about how you started and what things do you think you could tell yourself to make the uh, journey a little bit easier getting up to where you are now? Um, so uh, recently, and you um, you. you Cause you've looked back at like when I started and um, mm-hmm. you probably notice even now, like how many videos I've uploaded now. I mm-hmm. definitely have more videos uploaded recently than I did over the course of when I started. There was a period where I kind of, I didn't really, like I just uploaded to upload. I didn't really have like a plan or even, I didn't even consider what I was really doing. I was just uploading. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, um, I, I've kind of told myself, I want to like, if I'm going to be, uh, doing this, I at least want to get two videos out a week. So it's kind mm-hmm. of it's like giving myself a um, a goal, really, and just trying to stick to that goal as best as I could within everything that I have going on. So the goal, like, if if I could have told myself, you know, back then, like, just give just give myself a goal and just stick to it, mm-hmm. um, you know, it'll it'll help you. It'll help you get into it, and um, when you kind of make it a, a subconscious routine then it's just something you don't even worry about anymore. It just gets done. Um, that would have definitely helped me like a long time ago. And it's, it's, it's helping me now. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, but I'm not even like, I'm, I'm actually getting into that routine now. Like subconsciously, I'm not even thinking about it. Like I'm just, mm-hmm. and it's like, Oh, I got, I got an hour here. Uh, I'm going to edit a video. Yeah. That's, I actually have been noticing that you have been getting very, very consistent with your videos to the point where I'm always like, I'm expecting them a little bit. And every time you post one, dude, I just go straight to YouTube and I just start watching them, dude. It's, it's great to, um, when you start to form that, I believe the saying is like, it takes, uh, like four weeks to break a habit or like two weeks to break a habit and four weeks to start one, something like that. But once you do start that habit, I had to make it to uh, one video a week for myself. Now it doesn't feel so hard hitting that little goal because now you're just hitting the little hump in the week where it's just like, okay, I got to get this point. And then you start making things a little easier around. You start recording earlier or you start editing a little bit at a time. I used to do it all in one day and that's what really drained me. But uh, developing that routine is definitely key. And yeah, I would definitely say like um, just having a goal, uh-huh. you know, like even if it's a minimal goal, as long as it's a goal to you mm-hmm. and you uh, even if it's like like with me and I said two videos, like, you know, some there might be times where I'm only going to get one done. Mm-hmm. But at least I have that the idea of like, hey, try to go for two, try mm-hmm. to like beat yourself a little bit, like push yourself. 
And then um, I actually have, I just came up with another question and this is the first time I'm going to start doing this, but I think it's awesome and you are going to be the first one. So are you ready for it? Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> what is the origin behind your username? I mean, for anybody that likes anime, we all know what, where Jiraiya comes from, but especially if they could look at your profile picture and they just connect the dots. But how did you start using that username, Jiraiya9? So it's actually kind of... A, a mixed long story, but I'll, I'll condense it a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, originally, my username was actually Where's Hermias, and I felt like that was incredibly long. Mm -hmm. And when I was streaming, it was like um, people had a hard time pronouncing it. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, you know, eventually I was like, I'm going to rebrand. So when I did the rebrand, I was thinking of names. And um, one of my old usernames was uh, Sage Sama, or a lot of a lot of my friends called me uh sage j or things like that just uh -huh. because like they thought i was wise or witty mm. and um i'm a huge fan of naruto and jiraiya is one of my all-time favorite characters very hilarious hilarious character very intelligent really cool character mm -hmm. and um i was like i'm gonna change the i to an e because my name is jeremiah right so it's like it just jiraiya instead of like jiraiya i actually like kind of that a little better honestly <laughs> I like that better than the original. Yeah, my name is name, yeah. Uh -huh. so play on the, on uh, both of our names. And it's just it's so fitting for you, dude. Like when when I see the name and then I hear the voice and then I I can associate it with the uh profile picture. It just all works together very very well. Like like you said, it's not something that you have to think too hard about. It's very rememberable. And um when people want to go to pronounce it, it's it's fairly easy to to understand. So that's that's pretty much all that I had for you today, brother. I appreciate you coming through and sitting down and chatting with me. And I'm sure I my viewers will get just as much out of this as I did, because I just like hearing everybody else's experiences. And we all take this time to kind of grow together because that's just what life is. It's a collection of experiences, you know. So if anybody wants to follow Jiraiya on his YouTube channel or on his Twitter, where can they find those, my friend? So the uh, YouTube channel is... Uh it actually recently had to change it. It should now be uh, just dry nine. It mm -hmm. was dry, uh, dry nine uh, G before. I don't know why it was randomly adding a G to it. Uh -huh. It's dry, just dry nine now. Um, and actually, uh, Twitter is the same. It's just at dry nine. I actually managed to get both of those fixed. I just realized that. <laughs> you lucky bastard. Dude, it's so hard to get everything to be so consistent. Like, <laughs> I have to be really king is. underscore cryptic, king cryptic. And then on uh, Twitter, I'm K underscore cryptic. Dude, it's bad. It's bad. You're so it's, lucky. <laughs> it, it, it took me probably like a month to go through a lot of my uh, platforms and get that all semi-organized. Do you still have your Twitch up? Uh, yeah, actually. All right. And, and uh, it's it's the same with that too, Jiraiya 9. <laughs> so you guys heard it here. You can follow him at Jiraiya 9 on everything. That is J-E-R-A-I-Y-A 9. And I will have all of the links in the show notes below. And I just want to thank you all for coming. Remember that you are all kings and queens in your own rights. You guys can do just as much as anybody else can on this planet as long as you put your mind to it. And once again, I want to thank Jiraiya for stopping by today. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Till next time. Thank you all for coming.